Football of Turka breaking news report. We've got a situation going on right now with Ankara Gujur. Uh, Ankara Gujur seemingly having some more financial difficulties. They already had some issues earlier this season, um, of course, which led to a lot of players terminating their contract towards the end of the first half of the season. Uh, the club ended up scrambling to get an pretty much an entirely new squad together that worked out well for them. They've uh, avoided relegation. They're just one point now away from mathematically avoiding relegation in the next two games, but theoretically, at least, they look safe. It all seems to be good, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about what exactly is going on with Ankara Guju right now because there's some misinformation out there. Uh, they might get a six-point deduction, things like that. People getting a little confused about that. Would that mean Ankara Guju still could relegate this season? All that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of uh, stuff that doesn't seem to be very clear right now. So I've got an expert here to talk to you about uh, Ankara Guju. Nadim Raja joining me live from Scotland. Nadim, can you please tell me, can you tell our listeners what exactly is going on right now at Ankara Guju? So we've got a couple of um, issues with um, two present players who have just terminated their contracts. Um, and the kind of biggest issue is with Michael Klukowski, who's a Polish-Canadian player that we had back in 2011. Um, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, the club received a letter from his lawyers basically saying that if we don't pay his outstanding um, salary, which was it's about €120,000 that the players owed, and if we don't pay that... Um, the club could face a six-point uh, deduction. Um, there's also five hundred thousand pounds, sorry euros, um, compensation to be paid on top of that as well. So a lot of the kind of early um, reports were that the six points were were going to kind of come off the club this season, and people starting to panic because that would ultimately lead to to relegation for the club. Um, but thankfully, the six-point deduction only relates to the start of next season, which again is not no ideal, but it's better than that happening this season. Um, the club's president, Mehmet Yener, spoke last night to Turkish TV, saying that the club will pay the hundred and twenty thousand euros immediately, and there won't be a six-point deduction. Um, and then we have just found out over the last week as well that. Are probably our two best players, to be honest with you. Um, JJ and uh, Tiago Pinto um, have both terminated their contracts due to, to non-payment um, of salary as well. So both players are free to go, which is disappointing for, for the club because we won't be able to command any transfer fee for both players. Um, JJ apparently met with uh, representatives from Besiktas and Trabzonspor in January, who both clubs were interested in signing them at the end of the season, and there was a couple of foreign clubs. And Thiago Pinto, what me and you have had a chat about Pinto in the, the past, you, you've got a very high opinion of him, and, and, and so do I. So, again, it's you're, you're losing two key players there for, for nothing, and it's just a continual bad news for the club that, we we get a bit of good news in January with all these players coming in. We we go on a good run, but then when, as soon as there's a bad run of, of results, you know that it's the players must not be getting paid their wages, and that here it's happening again. Um, we only need one point from our last two games um, against Sivaspor and Goistepe to to actually stay up. Um, but losing these players, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't bet. 
I wouldn't bet that we would win those last two games um, with the, the players that we've been left with. So it's although we've got a good chance of staying up, I think I wouldn't be surprised at the same time if if, if we if we did get in. Yeah, it's uh, for next season. It's definitely going to be a battle, especially if you would get that six-point deduction. But hopefully that won't happen. Uh, but fortunately, at least clearing some things up here that uh, Ankaragücü will not get a deduction this season, of course. So I think uh, it's safe to say Ankaragücü will be safe. I, I don't really think you'll need that point, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. I've I've made a lot of bold cl- claims this season where this team is out, that team is out, this team that, this team that, uh, and then it turns out to blow up in my face. So I'm not gonna. S- uh, uh, act like the Messiah and say that you're safe yet, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a problem, a reoccurring issue, a reoccurring team we see with a lot of Turkish clubs. Uh, Besiktas have had their fair share of that this season too, where players haven't been getting paid. Uh, Trabzonspor have had plenty of that in the past. Galatasaray have had plenty of that in the past. Um, you know, it, it continues to surprise me that Fenerbahce, despite all the financial peril they are in, uh, you never really hear anything coming out of that club from from players not receiving their wages from former players uh, suing the club and claiming their wages. So somehow uh, that club, despite having the biggest debt in uh, in Turkish football with over 660 million euros in debt, which is double almost what Besiktas have, which is more than double what Galatasaray have. No, wait, sorry, a little less than double than Galatasaray have and, 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 and triple what Trabzonspor have. It's a huge amount of debt, but somehow that club still manages to do what they're supposed to do and let's pay their, the wages of these players because at the end of the day, I think as fans, sometimes we like to demonize these players a little bit um, too much. But it's understandable when you're waiting seven, eight years for your wages that you're going to ask for compensation on top of that as well, I think. I, I don't think we can blame the player there. They have to make a living. Uh, of course, you know, you, I think you tweeted it as well. It's a little bit counterintuitive that, okay, FIFA... Uh, tell the club you you have to pay them, but on top of that, you're gonna have to pay an even larger fine, of five hundred thousand. Um, now, if that's gonna go all to the player, then that's a different thing. But if FIFA are gonna take their chunk out of that, that would kind of uh, be a little upsetting, I would say. But um, yeah, that's unfortunately the truth of Turkish football, which which we uh, see and we which you have seen for so many years. But Nadim, I want to thank you for clarifying that for us and. Uh, for informing everyone on what's going on with Ankara Gujur right now, and, and I wish you all the best for the remaining of the season, and uh, of course for next season. No, no problem. I appreciate that, and hopefully next season um, I get invited on and we can talk about some positive things happening at Ankara Gujur for a change. We'll definitely have you on during the summer and uh, maybe talk a little bit about uh, how this, the team is shaping up, and maybe uh, talk a little bit about what you think of uh, the, the this past season for Ankara Gujur because it's been an interesting one, really, from from highs to lows and back to highs and and now uh, for a moment it seems back to a little bit of lows but um, definitely an interesting season you guys have had definitely that's the life uh, I've been an anchor I got you fan like up and constantly up and down like um, we had mentioned this in the the blog at the round ball and anchor that when things were going well you're only going to be a a couple of weeks away from the the issues coming back again Mm -hmm. um so we'll just need to keep our fingers crossed for next season, and and well, one of the I spoke to the club's spokesperson, Chino Yilmaz, who's well, he's actually resigned um, a few months ago. I spoke to him when I was over, and he basically said that one of the problems I've got is every time that the club win, 
a match or draw a match, the, uh, the TFF hold back their prize money, so the club don't receive that money. Mm-hmm. It goes towards Meli Gocek's uh, debts that he ran up from oh, nine, ten yeah. years ago. So what he said is if we can stay up this season, next season will be the first season that we actually physically get money coming from the TFF. So hopefully hopefully that, if we, if we stay up, that will make a big difference next season. We can... Start um, yeah. paying the players. It's just a hundred thousand uh, Turkish lira every time you win a match, but yeah, it's it's a lot of money for a club that uh, doesn't have massive sponsor deals and and all that just yet. But uh, at least you have your new stadium uh, that'll definitely start bringing in some extra cash to the club. Hopefully, in in the next couple of months, in the next couple of years, and maybe slowly, patiently. This is one of the the biggest missteps I think of all clubs is that. They try to run before they can walk, and then hopefully, uh, if there's discipline, uh, enough discipline to build up slowly, I think Ankaraguju could be in a good position in a couple of years down the road. But it's all about that discipline, something which is a, r- a rare rarity in Turkish football, unfortunately. Um, but once again, Nadim, thank you very much for coming on and uh, explaining all that to us. No, nobody's mixed speeches in.